What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film's Fresh Cuts, where we sit down and talk about the new release movies in theaters or on your favorite streaming services. Today, we are finally talking about Smile, which came out in late September, and I uh, I just been lazy, and I haven't been able to get to a recording, and uh, finally, it's here. I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me is a very special guest from one of my favorite podcasts. It's Boomer. The wonderful Boomer from Podcast in the Woods. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, my friend. It is, it's good to be here. It is uh, good to finally be able to talk to you. I know that we've gone back and forth on the socials, you know, you coming on our show and then, you know, me coming on yours. And I'm finally glad that it is happening. And oh. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited despite the... Stuff that we're going to be talking about today. It's not maybe not the most exciting movie in the world, but I am excited to uh, get down and talk about it. And before before we actually get into anything, I do want to give a shout out to my co-host, Gabby, who I know uh, is always listening. We love your show. Hey, Gabby, we uh, love you so much. And I I am so, so thankful for you, my friend. Hope you're having a good evening tonight. Yes, Gabby, we are. I, you know, I listened to your guys' show and I love it. And you're you guys are, have such a great chemistry. And I can't wait to have both of you on the show. And I can't wait to join you guys on your show because you guys run an amazing show over there. I'm actually currently on my phone. If I pull up good pods right now, I'm currently listening to uh god damn, I don't even remember what what episode it is, but I'm listening to you guys right now. I'm listening <laughs> to your critters episode. And yes, yeah. It's it's fantastic because Gabby is, uh, she's, she's prime in that episode and it's great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she is amazing. I, I do. I put, I kind of put her through the ringer. It's, it's funny. I always make the joke that like she picks the good movies. Like she's always watching these, these wonderful critically acclaimed movies and suggesting these awesome watches. And I just have a ton of terrible crap that I subject her to. (laughs) uh, That's how it works over here. You know, we, we, we have the goods and the bads <laughs> and the uglies. So we, yeah. we definitely know how that is. But today we were talking about Smile, which this was actually a spur of the moment thing. I was actually going to record this ball myself today. And I saw on Twitter that you had just went and saw the movie. And so I had to reach out. I had to reach out and have somebody on the show to talk to me about this movie. Because to be honest, I, I mean, I know a couple other people who have seen it, but I was like, oh, I need that fresh that fresh mind, you know, somebody who has just seen it. I, I saw it the day it came out. So back in whenever the release date was. And uh, so I still remember, you know, I still remember the movie, but to have that fresh mindset of, of just coming out of the theaters only a few hours ago, it's, it's, it was, it was, you were definitely somebody I needed on the show today. <laughs> so thank you for joining yep. for the moment. <laughs> hey, absolutely. 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 It's funny, though, that this is one of those movies. I can't believe, honestly, that you still remember anything about this movie. (laughs) Maybe it's because we both have. I think we're both going to have very different opinions on this movie. We might. That'll be interesting. Just just the way that you've kind of already you sprinkled some hints on how you feel about it before we've even gotten into it. I'm like, oh, I feel I feel I feel we're going to be on different sides of the fence of this one. But hey, that's the name of the game here. We did Hocus Pocus last week, and uh, I didn't like that movie, and Angela liked it. So it's 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 that's just how this goes. But you know what? In the end, you can still 
be friends. And that's what this is all about. <laughs> absolutely. And that's that's what I say, like, is the great absolutely the the greatest thing about horror is there is something out there for everyone. And, you know, despite, you know, your your backgrounds or how you're approaching the genre, there are movies that, you know, one group of people is absolutely going to hate and another one that just adores the same the same flick. And there are movies you could you there are two people they could watch the same movie and then receive just totally different things and a totally different experience from that, right. that, that movie. And that's, that's why I am a massive horror fan to this day. I don't believe it, but uh, no, <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> boomer. We we're, we're already like five minutes into this and I, I, we need to know who you are and what you do over there at that amazing podcast. Let us know. Okay. So, yeah, absolutely. So uh, the show is called Podcast in the Woods. We are available on all podcasting platforms. And I uh, started the show out by myself, uh, just trying to make my way in the world. And then uh, Gabby discovered me, or I discovered Gabby, however that went. And so uh, we have been killing it for together for about the last three months. And we take a, I wouldn't say a deep dive, but we talk about horror films. And uh, like I said our earlier, a lot of times uh, we have very, very different opinions on, you know, what what we love and what we don't love. But every single every single week is, is either one of my picks or one of her picks. And we just break down the movie, talk about it. But the main thing is just have a good time. And sometimes alcohol is required. Absolutely. I, I, I'm not going to say anything negative about that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you, you guys have only been doing this for three months. Um, well, uh, Gabby and I've been together. We've, we've been co-hosting, uh, together for, for about three or four months now. Um, I did the show for about a month and a half or so before that. And, you know, I was just scrambling every single, every single week to, you know, to get gas and stuff like that. But man, we're really growing. It's, it's crazy. Uh, when I first started this show, it's, you know, just to tell a real quick, real quick, funny story. I know we got to get into the movie. But, you know, release the first episode. And uh, I don't know about you, but, you know, I'm, I was so excited uh, when my show finally kicked off. So I go to Apple Podcasts and I am trying to, in the little search bar, look for podcasts in the woods. It doesn't pop up anywhere. I'm like, nobody is going to listen to this fucking show. <laughs> but somehow, somehow we found our audience and we're growing every week. Uh, people seem to love what we do for some reason. It may be the ridiculous nature that we approach every single episode. But like I said, you know, it's it's all about having a good time. So whether we have one person or, you know, a thousand people that listen to the show, man, we're just we're just happy to talk about horror. I mean, you guys, I mean, I've been listening uh, to you guys for a while. I actually found out about you through uh, the Baron's Hideout podcast, which uh, Dustin is actually going to be a guest on the podcast in about a couple of weeks. So I'm very excited about oh, that. Awesome. But yeah, so I met you through, through uh, you know, I heard about you guys through him. And then, you know, I got into the House of Screams. And then, you know, I, that whole family is, it's all great shows, you know, and you guys do so many different things. Like, like currently I'm listening to your Critters episode, which is just, you know, it's the very, you know, you're just sitting down having a great conversation. Some, so like you said, some alcohol is included in the episode and, and uh, you guys go on a great, you know, you get, you guys have such a great chemistry. And then, you know, I listened, you know, you guys did uh Jacob's wife, the movie on shutter. And that was a three hour long, you know, conversation where I don't, you, you were there, I think, but you weren't there, you know, <laughs> it was, 
it was Gabby and, <laughs> and Candy going on their thing. And it's, you know, but that's great. It's great to have that kind of variety. It's not, you know, the same thing every week. You guys are, are doing something a little bit different with everything that you guys talk about. And that's, and it's great. And I it keep, it keeps me interested in, and I, you know, I, I watch certain movies just so I can listen to your guys' review on it. Like you guys did X in Pearl and I'm like, I haven't seen X in Pearl. I got to watch those movies so I can listen to podcasts in the woods, talk about it. So big fan and uh, looking forward to everything you guys do. But to, let's get into smile before I, I, before I gush some more. Uh, so smile was released on September 30th, 2022. It was directed by Parker Finn in his directorial debut. It was actually based on an 11-minute short that he did called Laura Hasn't Slept. It stars... Uh, is it? Do you know how this is pronounced? Is it Sozie Bacon? Yeah, I, I, that's what I assumed. It was Sozie okay. Bacon. So if you don't know who she is, I mean, she's been an actress since 2005, but she is the daughter of Kevin Bacon, horror icon himself, and uh, uh, Sissy... Or, no, uh, Kira Sedgwick is is her mother who's she's big in like tv she's done some movies uh as well but yeah i i don't know if i've seen anything with her i was kind of surprised when i saw her in the trailer and they saw the name and i was like oh i gotta look this up she's she's horror royalty <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't even put that together so bravo <laughs> it's already uh it also stars jesse t usher who if anyone is big into the boys he is one of the main soups in that show he's also been in the he was in the new uh crap is it shaft with the samuel jackson and he's been in a lot of other things he will get into him later uh kyle gallner who is in everybody's favorite horror movie the 2010 nightmare on elm street remake right that's your favorite right <laughs> My, no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding everybody before everybody's just <laughs> never listening to this show again <laughs> Boo. No. yeah uh, but he was also in uh, the latest scream that came out in january i mean he's been in a lot of other uh, horror movies throughout the the 2010s and one of, he's actually one of my favorite characters in this movie uh cal penn i mean if you don't know who cal penn is he's literally in everything he you know he was uh harold kumar both those movies he's been in tv shows and it's good to see him in kind of i like seeing him in these grounded films i think he's really i think he's a funny guy but to see him in like horror or uh even dramas i think he's a really good actor and it was good to see him in this uh this budget the budget was 17 million dollars it has made almost 100 million dollars it sits at 92.2 million dollars which for a horror movie which was going up against i think the bros which came out like the same weekend which we won't get too much into that movie uh just the behind the, you know the whole marketing with that i feel the reason that this movie did so well was the crazy marketing it had it had such amazing marketing <laughs> like just sending people to baseball games with the word smile on their shirt and they got the creepy smile just standing behind the dugout just it just all the the different things that they were doing to get this and they just played this trailer like 4000 times so oh yeah if you watched a movie in the like the last 2 months uh you have seen this trailer because it is in everything oh, it is in everything. absolutely everything but you know what it worked because i every time i saw the trailer i was like i i got to see this i got to see what this is all about i, I 
even by the trailer, it did give me those similar the similarities to the movies that it has been compared to since its release by critics and by just normal everyday people like us. But before we get into the those movies and we talk about the similarities, let's talk about what we thought of the movie. Non-spoilers. We start off non-spoilers and then we'll we'll give a little spoiler warning and then we go into our uh, spoiler cast. So, Boomer, what did you think? Non-spoilers about Smile. Okay. Well, getting into the marketing. So let's let you know. We'll, let let let's talk a little bit about that that marketing so I can preference that with what I thought about the film. So I'm seeing the trailers and I'm like, okay, I, I've, I've pretty much seen, and I, I kind of have the feel of how this movie is going to go. Was not really that excited, but hey, it's spooky season. So I'm going to watch every horror movie that comes out from September to the end of October. And so regardless of, of how I felt going in, I, w- I was going to watch it. So I, I go and see the film, and I've heard people talk about this uh, briefly. I've, I haven't listened to any reviews because I like to go into a movie. Sure, I saw the trailer five million times, but I try to go into a movie as blind as possible so I don't have any preconceived notions. But it's, it's hard with a movie. Like you said, this has made already $100 million so far that you kind of hear things. And I've, I've heard it over and over again that this movie is – not as bad as you think it might be. So <laughs> that was so that was kind of my mindset going into it. Uh, so I went and watched the movie today, and it's absolutely true. I had a good time with this with with this film. And yes, it uh, it will get into I'm sure some of the tropes and all this stuff and mm-hmm. how uh, other movies have kind of paved the way for this. Uh, there are things in this that I have seen before that I've I've heard before that are reminiscent of other things. But I think that there are also ways that this movie does make its own kind of unique path uh, using some of those using some of those tropes. There were uh, some very, very good jump scares in in this movie. I hate it again with the trailers. I hate it when the movies give you the the jump scares in the trailer. Like one of the best ones, too. Right. Ah. Right. Because you there is if they didn't show that there is one particular thing in here that you would just not see coming. And it's it's phenomenal. It's really good. But it's like, oh, OK, I know it's I, I know what's going to happen. But still, there are there there are still surprises in this movie. I really, really um, was, you know, surprised, like I said, by by certain things. And I was kind of um, I, I don't I want to talk about the ending. But anyway, um, there there was, uh, uh, you know, some things in the ending that I was both <laughs> both kind of knew where it was going, and it kind of surprised me at the same time. We can spoilers. We'll 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 talk about that. Uh, but I uh, about five minutes into this movie, after I saw the the opening scene and all those the 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 just craziness that happens, I knew that it was going to start slowing down for just a little bit. So I was like. This is one of those popcorn movies. So I got out of my seat <laughs> like right after that was done and ran to the concession stand to grab a soda and popcorn because <laughs> it was going to be one of those times. So I really enjoyed my time 
uh, with this movie. Do I think this is the the greatest thing ever? A- absolutely not. Do I think that uh, it is unique and groundbreaking and and spectacular? Uh, no, I don't. But I do also think that you uh, that you'll have a good time with this movie. And I kind of think that you need to see this movie in the theater. And the mm-hmm. reason I say that is for not only the atmosphere. Uh, but some of the music, uh, some of the cues, and uh, those jump scares are just not going to be quite as effective if you're sitting on the couch than if you go into the movie theater and watch this one. I agree, and and it, and like you said, it's it this movie should be seen in theaters, and it almost never went to theaters. This was almost a Paramount Plus exclusive uh, right out the right out the gate. So the fact that they took the risk of going, okay, well, no, we're going to try to put it in some theaters. And to be honest, like the theater that's near me, they're, they're very hit and miss with, with horror. Like I didn't get, we didn't get terrifier two. We weren't, we didn't get a lot of these, like we didn't have, we never even got X. We got Pearl in our theater, but we didn't get X because I don't think people expected what X was going to be. So they didn't like some theaters just don't take that risk because like when we went to go see smile, it was maybe five people in the theater. Like it wasn't a lot of people like it, like, oh, no. which is disappointing. But I mean, this still made a lot of money, so it's it's always great to see. And it's great to see horror actually succeeding over other movies that are kind of generic, even though you can say this is a very generic horror movie. I think it did certain things that kind of separated it just a little bit from the even the movies that it's being compared to. But yeah, it's it's another don't you know it's one of those movies where it's like oh you saw this thing and now you're being chased like it's it's the same thing as the ring it's the same thing as it follows but you see the smile and it's coming after you and listen it was in the trailer so i'm not spoiling anything but uh no but i enjoyed it because i love the ring and i i haven't seen it follows but i know it's i've heard it's very good but it's the same it's that similar um style but the ring is like one of my favorites. Even, you know, I know you're a huge J horror fan and you're probably more of a fan of the, the Japanese ring <laughs> than the American version. But I grew, I didn't grow up with the J horror. I grew up with the American versions of the movie. So like, yes, there are terrible ones and I'll admit to those because, because most of them are trash except like I, but I loved the ring. I thought it was well done for an American, you know, remake of such an iconic J horror and then the grudge, I think, did a decent job, and then everything else after that was kind of trash. Uh, but that's why I think I like I love this movie because it, it had that ring feel to it, you know, and the jump scares. Yeah, the jump scares. Holy shit! I, I there's really not been a movie that I've seen in a long time that's really like got me, and this movie's got me a few times. Like there's just some jump scares where you're just like, okay, come on. Like after a while, you're just like, all right, I. I don't know how much more I can take of this. Okay. I'm getting older. My heart's not as good. It's just as ridiculous, Uh, but there's also some very just uncomfortable scenes, which, which I think separated it from the ring. Cause like the ring was kind of just creepy and it always had that eerie feeling about it. But like this movie makes you uncomfortable sometimes. And we'll get to what I'm talking about specifically when we get to spoilers, but there's just a couple scenes where you know, you think one thing's going to happen, but then something else happens and it just makes you like, oh, no, because you feel bad for this character. Like this character, this main character is very 
I think a very likable person and she's just getting torn to shreds just from this simple thing of just seeing something, you know, some, a, a girl comes into her office and she sees something that she shouldn't have seen and her whole life just comes unraveled. And it's not like she was somebody you just, you disliked from the start. You like, she, she was somebody who wanted to help people. She worked in the, she was, what was, what was her technical job? She was just a therapist. Yeah, she was uh, like a therapist or a psychologist that worked in a traumatic psychiatric unit at the hospital. Right, right. So, yeah, so she's, you know, she's somebody who's trying to help people who are, you know, some would think is beyond help. And, you know, you can tell that she works a lot of hours and and she's she's doing a lot, you know, and, you know, she's engaged and, you know, she's got this 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 great life, if you would think about it. But she's got a lot of trauma, of course. But she's a well-liked person. And to be honest, it doesn't go well. Like, it's just at the end of it, you're like, damn. It's it's like, it's heartbreaking. Like, this this movie kind of, is kind of heartbreaking. It, it, you, I just didn't think I was going to feel that way when I first saw the trailers. Like, there was no way I was going to be like, oh, man. I feel like I'm going to feel something at the end of this. And I did. And... I, I, I gotta I gotta give props to you know Parker Finn, the director, for doing for doing that. But also we'll get to it. I wasn't the biggest fan of the ending of this movie. Like it definitely it hit like it it hits you, but it also you're just like, oh man, I feel like I've seen this before. I've seen this before. Yeah. It's the same same thing I've seen many times. And I hate when when movies can't kind of stick that landing. And I know some people you know, I've I've listened to other reviews on this movie and people have talked about how they like, you know, the way this movie ends. But I just I didn't I, I just remember turning to the people I went to see it. I was just like, man, it was going so well. <laughs> and then it just oh, OK, I've seen this movie. You've seen Barbarian, right? Oh, yes. OK, yeah, so absolutely. We'll, I, I was uh, Barbarian opening night. All right. So, yeah. I, and to be honest, it's kind of a. It's very there's some elements from Barbarian that kind of sneaks its way into here that I was like, oh, here we go again. OK, I just saw this a couple weeks ago. But like, <laughs> but um, but yeah, there's I mean, overall, I like this movie. I'm going to probably I'll probably this is definitely a rewatchable movie for me. Um, Probably wouldn't see it in theaters again. But like if it comes out on the streaming service, it's definitely something I, I'd want to see uh, again because it's always you always pick up on those things that you probably missed the first time. What about you? Is this something that you would, you would watch again? Uh, yeah. In fact, uh, it's funny. I, yeah, this, let me, let me put a caveat on that. So like you, I, I will not be seeing this in the theater again. I, I did see, so a, a movie, uh, movies that have kind of blown me away this year that I've, I've wanted to go back and, and watch was, uh, you know, X and Pearl and Barbarian and Nope, which I, I think are just uh, amazing, amazing pieces of cinema, not just horror movies, but they're they're phenomenal pieces of film. Uh, this one, on the other hand, because it's it's so generic and I don't uh, I, I don't think and I, I say that, I, you know, you heard me. I, I do like this film, but it, it is it's very paint by the numbers. And so it's not something that I will be rushing out to see again. However, yes, when it comes out on streaming, uh, I'll, I'll probably check it out again just to kind of, you know, reinforce what I thought or maybe, you know, have my opinion changed a little bit. We'll, we'll see how that goes. 
but it's not something that I would pay again to go to go and watch. Yeah, I agree. I'm in the same boat. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so that's I mean, I don't really have anything else non spoilers. So I think what we're going to do now is we're going to jump into some spoilers. So if you haven't seen Smile, make sure to go check it out. I know it's I think, you know, uh, Boomer just saw it in theaters today, so it's still still in the theaters. Go check it out. And then come back and listen to the rest of this episode. Or if you don't care, then keep listening. <laughs> so, Boomer, now we're going to do this the same thing again. Tell me, uh, let's let's go over what you didn't like about this movie. And you can include spoilers now. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> I'm like, all right, yeah, let's do let's Here do we that. go, okay. baby. <laughs> so, uh, again, um, I thought... This was, and I, I kind of mentioned it earlier, it's 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 very generic. So, you know, we, we want to mention some of these titles. Okay, here we go. Uh, you know, Ouija, The Bye Bye Man, Uma, Tooth Fairy, Darkness Falls, Conjuring. It's like The Ring. All this stuff is based upon the same kind of concept where you have this mythology that is built upon some kind of supernatural character. And uh, once you are in their crosshairs or once that, you know, they come upon you, then you're, you're pretty much just done. And there, there's not, no way for you to get out of it and all, all this kind of thing. So uh, I really, really knew kind of what was going, going to happen. So I, you know, was not excited about the journey. Now, some of the things that I did like, and I say that I'm not excited about the journey and it, okay, well, here we go <laughs> all over the place. I know I'm rambling. Sorry. No, it's all right. <laughs> um, um, when you, uh, when you mentioned the characters and actually, actually feeling for some of these characters. And I think this is where, when you talked about how we're going to differ on this, I think that this is the main aspect that we will differ on because I didn't care about a single character in this movie. Not one. Uh, including our protagonist. And part of the reason is we get that opening scene where her mother is obviously in, you know, has a lot of, of mental illness. Uh, she is self-medicating and all this stuff. And so this, this uh, woman grows, had grown up in a very uh, terrible home. Uh, there was a tragedy. And I've, again, and that, that was the problem to me is I've seen all this before. And I just wished, I just wished that they had, you know, come up with something uh, new or, or well, I mean, it's, it's hard for them to come up with something completely new. I understand that, but at least something that I didn't feel like I have trekked over and over and over again. And so I, I did not care about, uh, about her backstory. What I will say though, what saved this was the performances and I think that the performances in this movie elevated it a, a, a little bit. Sozie Bacon does a tremendous job. I mean, she is just acting her ass off in, in this movie. Uh, some would say acting uh, for the Raptors, but it's 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 just great. And so I didn't because I didn't care about any of the characters. So I was I, I was the most that I could be on her was neutral. And so because every other character in this besides the the cop in here was kind of treating her like trash. Then it just made me hate the other characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I, uh, I didn't care about him, but uh, as far as the performances I thought were amazing and uh, I won't get into, into all the jump scares, but that was my, that, that was my main 
um, positive and my my main negative is is the it just the familiarity and including the ending and I don't know if, if you want to talk about the ending separately uh, because we can we can go through that but I'll I'll tell you what I was thinking on that it was not good but uh, you know that that was my 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 main sticking point was just I've seen this so many times just give me something uh, something different but. The, the things that elevated this movie uh, to where I actually had a good time and I actually enjoyed my time with it uh, was the performances specifically from Sozie Bacon, who was incredible, actually incredible in, in, in this movie. And the, uh, the jump scares and kind of the atmosphere and the music for it di- did it for me. There, there were, and some of the music really, it didn't even, um, you know, it was just, real subtle things to where she's sitting in the car and I can't even describe how it is or the the way that the music was going, but it was just like these, not even music, but maybe just like all these eerie sounds Yeah, uh, that was just kind of off-putting. And so even though that there wasn't really anything, anything particularly scary happening at the time, yet you, you would still felt a little off kilter uh, because of, of the sound design in this movie, which is just phenomenal. Oh, Absolutely. I mean, yeah, the I'm I'm in the same boat as you. Is the yeah, the ending was very disappointing to me. Uh, I mean, I did. So I think, I mean, you you, I, I can agree with pretty much everything you said, other than the fact, like, I did kind of care for Sosie Bacon's character just because of the fact of like just seeing the absolute tr- like shit she was going through throughout this movie. It was just like, man, this sucks. It, but the problem was is that by the end we like you said we've seen this story before it's like the same trajectory as a lot of other characters and a lot of other movies that have the same kind of concept where it's you know a character you know doing good things but she's haunted by tragic backstory and then she gets caught up in this kind of curse thing. It's kind of, it's, I mean, it's pretty much the ring. Like if you think about it, it's other than like, I think Naomi Watts care. I don't think Naomi Watts character had that tragic of a backstory, but it's that like, yep, she saw some, she saw some shit when she was a kid and now she's being haunted by it. And you know, bad things happen, but I, I enjoyed it in a way, but I just wish that they could have landed the plane. I just felt like it just turned into like, like the curse turned out to be a, like, I'm going to spoil. I'm going to just talk about the ending. It turned out to be yeah, a monster. Like, what is this? Like, I did not like the fact that it was like, oh, she's seeing the vision of her mother. And then it turns into a, this tall beast thing that looks like the mother from barbarian. I literally, once it started doing that, I was like, I just saw this movie two weeks ago. Like what? <laughs> What am I watching right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, it, it was very like, oh, and then. I mean. It, nothing gets resolved. It just keeps going. I feel like they, they, this is something they probably envisioned to try to make a sequel, which will probably take place with Kyle Gallner's character because of the way it ended. And I was like, I don't, we don't, yeah. we don't need this. We don't, we don't need this because did you, the ring, at least for me, the original ring, good movie. The ring two wasn't It's bad. So we don't need smile Two. it doesn't need to happen. Yeah, no, <laughs> go no. ahead. <laughs> yeah, and I agree with you. So yeah, let me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. So I'll dive right into this to, to this ending. And I'm again, I'm watching I'm watching familiar tropes and all these things happen. Um, so we we're getting to the ending, and she decides that she is going to have to get away from everybody, which kind of makes sense in in the story. So you for this curse to happen, you have to kill yourself in front of somebody and traumatize them, and, and the curse passes on to this next person. Yep. So I get it. Okay. Gonna try to separate ourselves from everybody and just just be alone. So if if I kill myself or whatever, then the the curse ends. The thing is, is as I knew I, because I've seen it, I've I've seen it before. All right. So the the ending of this movie, uh, let, we'll we'll get right into that since since you have opened the door, my friend. Yes. So I'm I'm watching this and I know because I've been down this road, I know exactly how this is going to end. And you'll you'll have to forgive me because I don't remember the, the the cop boyfriend's name off the top of my head. But as soon as he's calling her and telling her, hey, I'm going to be here for you or where are you at and all this stuff. I, I knew for a fact that he was going to show up at some point in the third act of this film and she was going to end up passing the curse on to him. The, the, the difference that I have and I understand how you think that the thing is a bit silly, the, the reveal of the creature entity or demon or whatever it is that that we're seeing. Um, I didn't mind that so much. That was the one part, the one part of this finale that I actually kind of liked uh, just because the effects were so well done. Yes. So not only uh, the huge woman creature, but when it rips its face off and reveals all the smiles and all that stuff was terrifying. I, I thought that was actually really terrifying and really, really well done. So that was the one part of, of this ending that I actually enjoyed. But what makes me so mad, and I am the biggest fan, I am the biggest fan of downer endings and, oh, you have no hope left and all this kind of stuff. It's nothing. No, they, they can't because once you are infected with this curse, you're basically just done. And I don't think that they do that even that that hopelessness i don't think that they do that in a in a very well uh, a, a very good way in fact it kind of made me mad when she finally comes to accept that she cannot accept all this guilt upon herself and you think that maybe that's going to mean something but it doesn't it it, it means absolutely nothing in in the ending and the finale of this film because she bas- she just dies anyway so Hey, great on you for the last five seconds of your life. Uh, you have gotten over the trauma of your past, but guess what? You're still done anyway because we're, we got to do that. We, we've got to have this the most generic ending possible, and so they just ruin it. They ruin her journey, uh, which just irritated me to no end. I, I despised that when they when they did that. Either just don't have it at all, just don't have it and just have her be traumatized, which would make sense for the creature or, you know, have have her, you know, accept that. Make a mistake if you want your dark ending or or something, anything else besides what we got, because as soon as she burned the creature and did all this other stuff, I knew that it still wasn't over. And of course, it wasn't. And no. that's what bugged me so much about the finale of this film. Yep. Yeah, I mean. You hit everything, the nail on the head on everything when it comes to the ending, because it's like we've seen it before where it's like you beat the creature, you get out of everything, and then she goes to see Joel, the the cop, and then you think everything's going to be okay, and then you see him smile, and you're like, well, she's back at the house, 
it's not over. And then it all turns to, then it just all goes downhill. Cause you know, she ends up, you know, killing herself in front of Joel, transferring the curse to, to him. And, and then it's over and you're like, Oh, well that's a, that's a, some way of trying to force yourself into a sequel. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I understand having a downer ending, but like that one was just like, no, you're setting up for a sequel. Yeah, that that yeah. was your that was your whole point. I do want to shout out though uh, for the practical effects of this movie. Uh, they were done by Alec Gillis and Tom Woodruff Jr. of Algamated Dynamics, who were essential behind the creating of uh, creation of the aliens in Aliens. Like, oh wow, they're massive in the in the effects industry. So. The fact that this first-time filmmaker got the likes of them to come in and do the practical effect—that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and we we kind of one of the points that we kind of danced all around, but we haven't talked about yet. Uh, but were were the jump scares? What was your favorite jump scare in this movie? Uh, probably the one where she's at her computer, and the freaking thing just comes out from the side of her. Like that one got me. But also, like it wasn't really a jump scare. It was the one where she oh, goes yeah. in her house and she sees the girl in the shadows. I thought that was a really I love that imagery. Yeah. It's not a jump scare, but you're like, oh, I don't like that. I would yeah. I'm out of there. Like <laughs> she just standing there like, <laughs> like no, go. Her boyfriend yeah. sucked, by the way. I did not like her fiance. <laughs> yeah. He sucked. He just he seems oh, like he just yeah. wanted to get out of the whole situation. And I understand like she's going through a lot of shit. And, like he just picked her up from her sister's house after she like her like her nephew pulls a cat out of a box for his birthday. And I was like, I get it. Shit's crazy. Shit's going on here. But like you are literally not supporting her at all. And then you throw in her face. Like you threw in her face, something about like how something about her family or something like that. Because of the fact that like her mom ended up dying and you know, she still lives with all that trauma and stuff like that. And he kind of throws that in her face. And I'm like, you're, you suck. Like, why did yeah. you leave Joel? He seems like a cool guy. Like, he seems like a nice dude. And I know he's trying to get her back, so he's playing that nice guy card. But, uh, man, Trevor, he, you suck. <laughs> he was he was definitely our jackass of the movie. <laughs> but our uh, my, my favorite one was when she was looking at her computer. And I, I it was either com- the computer or the files. I can't remember which one now. But when she was looking at that in bed, and then her oh, mom's voice starts coming from yeah. that that dark the the dark doorway, and you know then she turns off the lights and I'm back I'm like what are you doing yeah. what are you doing why are you turning off the lights oh that that was terrifying that was one that was like oh that one made me uncomfortable I did, like <laughs> that's the one where I'm like I am shutting my door at night I do not want to see my hallway <laughs> no yeah. no um yeah no that's a that's a real good one. I'm trying to think of other ones like it's been it's been a bit since I've seen the movie and I know there's been there was a lot of them like the one I think one that would have been really effective was the one in the car the one where she's sitting in the car and her sister comes out and then the the head twist and I'm like but I saw it in the trailer a thousand times so I knew it was happening I didn't know when it was going to happen but I figured that was when it was going to happen and it just didn't have that same effect and I can't stand when movies do that like that would have been a good one that one would have been that one would have made me jump a little bit just because you don't expect it. Yeah, I mean that one was good. The one at the party was good when she the the smiley face is sitting in the chair and then it suddenly it just pops into her face and she goes back through the through the glass table. That one was that one was yeah. really good. That one got me. 
it, it was it was it was pretty neat. But I mean, they and you know they did a couple of things in here that weren't necessarily jump scares, but just kind of put you at unease. And you know, it was just kind of kind of creepy. Where like even when she first meets the girl and she goes in and she, she's not sitting at the chair and then she's just behind the door yeah. and you know, all the crazy stuff happens. And then she goes to answer the phone and she turns around and she's not there. Oh man, that one, that was so good. That, that was, that, that was so good. A lot of good ones. Uh, what'd you think of the CG cat? It pulls it out of the box. <laughs> it looks so bad. <laughs> I mean, it did. I was, <sighs> I was just kind of, so, uh, I, I watched this. I had the benefit of watching this with like a half a half full theater. So everybody was kind of going along for the ride, which may have made it just a little bit more fun yeah. where everybody was kind of jumping at the same time and like, oh, no, hell no, I ain't going in there, you know, right, <laughs> and all, right, that, right. That, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But when whenever there was a different box, when it wasn't the train box that she had bought, I knew it was the cat. And so I didn't even really get that good of a look at the cat just because I was already laughing for some reason because I knew that there was a cat in a box. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just like, I chuckled a little bit when he pulled the cat yeah. out of the box. And I was like, I mean, it's supposed to have a different effect on you because you're like, oh no, that's where the cat went. <laughs> but in reality, I'm just seeing this really bad CG cat. Like, you couldn't have just, like, that could have been practical. I know yeah. it's probably traumatizing for this child. Hey, can you hold this per- this fake dead cat? <laughs> but instead, he's like holding nothing. He's like, ah, <laughs> it's like a Kermit the Frog cat. thing that they just CGI'd a cat onto. Yeah. And um, I wasn't a fan of the sister and her husband. I didn't like they they just sucked. And I, I more the husband, but um, like the whole for they they have that dinner, and she's just going off about like things about like her kids and stuff and. It just things like clearly Sosie Bacon's character doesn't give a shit about and she just and she sounds just like that, you know, that like uptight Californian girl like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, my God, please stop talking. <laughs> no one at this yeah. table cares. It. I mean, it seemed like a totally different movie at that point. That was oh, that was really weird. Lord. That was, yeah, really out of place. Uh, what I will say, though, is. One of the other positives for this film that when it slows down and you get to spend some time, you actually get to spend some time with the character, specifically Sosie Bacon, and not even like doing all the research and trying to find out what's going on, uh, but just her as a person. Then you, you know, you kind of get her history and her interaction with the different characters around her. When the movie slows down, it's actually really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, right after that, that opening scene, it's like, uh, you know, when she's talking to the doctor um, and even before that, when she's talking to that other, that the other patient, uh, I'm enjoying all this stuff that's, that's going on. And I found it fascinating. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I want to know more about this, about this world. But uh, you know, again, they don't they don't trust you with that. And, you know, you just get more of the same silliness that you've seen over and over again. Instead of maybe making this film a little bit different by focusing on your main character <laughs> and developing her and allowing her to shine because she's killing it. Uh, what are you doing? What yeah. are you doing, Mr. Parker? I'm 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 doing a podcast right now, but uh <laughs> <laughs> No, but uh, I agree. It, it just, 
I feel like it just didn't know where to go. Cause like this was like I said, it was based on an 11 minute short and they had to try to make this into a two hour movie. And I just feel like there was just a lot, a little bit of padding in there, a little bit of unnecessary yeah. stuff that just didn't need to be a part of it. But it, it's just how it, how it goes when you're trying to make a feature length film. I think it did. Okay. But uh, you know, it's, like I said, we talked about many, many times. It's a it's a very generic horror flick that, I mean, that I kind of that I enjoyed, uh, even if it was generic. But uh, is there anything else you want to add before we end this? Uh, no, I think I think we we about covered it all. I'm I'm with you, uh, you know, and I don't know um, how to even necessarily grade this, but I I would say that again that I, that I like the film even. If I knew exactly what was going to happen in it, I think it was there. There were some parts in it that were that had elevated it just enough to make this actually a, a really, really enjoyable watch in the in the theater. I agree. All right. Well, that is going to be it for us talking about smile. But before we go, Boomer, tell everybody where they can find you. All right, my dudes and deadites out there. One more time. You can find us podcast in the woods on all podcasting uh platforms uh we do have some very very special things coming up uh in fact releasing tomorrow there is a debate episode between gabby and myself one of us and i will not spoil this but one of us chose hereditary the other chose midsommar as the better film and uh we debate that over several different aspects and it is uh it's amazing it's a good time uh so yes podcast in the woods all podcasting platforms and uh, we love you all. We love our listeners, and uh, we love this show as as well. And again, I'm thankful <laughs> thankful to be here, my friend. Thank you for having me on. Oh, absolutely! Thank you so much for being here. It was and especially spur of the moment as it was, and with all the the tech issues that we've been having tonight, we got it done. It's not going to be fun to edit, but we got it done. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, thank you again for being on the show. I can't wait to have you back. We're going to actually have you back very soon. We're going to talk about that, and then hopefully, uh, we'll you know, I'd be able to jump over into the, into the woods to, to join you and Gabby. Cause that I can't, I, I can't wait for that, but, uh, absolutely. If you want to find our show, we're on all the podcast services. I mean, you're listening to us, so you clearly found us. Uh, but if you want to <laughs> follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, we're at dissect that film. And, uh, yeah, we, our link tree will be in the description as will all the links to podcasts in the woods and boomer and Gabby. But until next time, I am Brett Parker. That is Boomer Podcast in the Woods. And this has been another episode of Fresh Cuts. See y'all again next time.